When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There are things in this world that science cannot explain. Yes, I'm well aware. It doesn't mean I'm not going to at least try. Stuart, you've had me in this isolation tent for... I don't know, it feels like hours. We actually had you in there overnight. All your tests have come back negative. I'm fine. I know I'm fine. You know I'm fine. Yes, and that's what troubles me. There should be something, anything, wrong with you. If half of what I heard on that little recorder of yours is true, and not the ravings of a diseased mind... Does my mind really seem diseased? Don't answer that. L look, I know you, Stuart. I know that you've already gone and checked what facts you could. And you wouldn't be here if you hadn't found something. An astute guess. Yes, I found a few bits and pieces in the news, but not enough to completely explain everything you claim to have experienced these past two years. Two years. Christ, I can't believe it's actually been that long. All right, what did you find? Well, let's begin chronologically with Seaside. As it happens, there was a new religion called the Esoterics that had a rather meteoric rise and fall last year. Any uptick in drownings afterwards? Or unexplained disappearances? None that I could see. Nothing out of the ordinary. We'll still want to keep a close eye on that just in case. And you did receive my package, I hope? The diadem? Indeed. Lovely piece. And the story associated with it more than earns it a place in the archives. My team of researchers is in the final stages of processing before it's tagged and placed. Oh, so you settled on a new location for the Scarab archives. Let's continue. After Seaside was your brief stop attempting to make contact with a certain Dr. Porcus. That was quite the hair-raising event, from what I heard. Did they find him? Or anyone else? Dr. Porcus's lab was quite abandoned. The local authorities were cagey, but nothing in their demeanour indicated that they were hiding any incidents of foul play. The same could not be said of the rest stop at Exit 34. So you heard him? Heard who? Heard who? S Steward, it was the charming man with no eyes! The one mentioned in case file N-879. He killed all those people, and, and then I found out who he really was, and... The local authorities determined it was a chemical accident at the rest stop. Twenty-three casualties in all. You were only briefly a suspect, due to your fleeing the scene. A chemical accident? But he admitted to... East, there was only your voice on that recording. There was no one else there. He was there! And then he came back after Golden Dreams, and he sent me to... He sent me to... I'm really not helping my I'm-not-crazy defense right now, am I? Not in the least. Okay. Okay. Let's just... Let's just keep going. After that was... Isabel. Yes, your little misadventure in Central Florida... 
That was interesting, if a touch overly sentimental. Did you manage to track Isabel down? Verify everything? We've been unable to locate Miss Marshall as of yet. That's disappointing. Yes. You did seem rather fond of her from what I could hear. Just... don't. Move on, Stuart. I would. But it gets difficult from here on out. What do you mean? Your next few entries were heavily corrupted. What little I could make out didn't make much sense. I was only able to make out small snippets. Some old music from the 1930s, what sounds like a casino, mentions of someone called Cal. By the time everything cleared up again, you'd reached Golden Dreams, and once again crossed paths with the Order. Your little gopher is still with them. Did that much come through? Hadley Clark, miserable little traitor. I'm only sorry that I didn't notice her true intentions earlier. Not sorry you foisted her on me, though, is that right? It was implied. <laughs> sure it was. In any case, one of my interns found an urban explorer's recent video where he explored the site. Very little remains. Most of the park has already disappeared into the mud. And I'm guessing that if you didn't hear the no-eyed man before, you didn't hear him the second time. You'd be correct. All I heard was you talking to yourself, having a small mental breakdown, then nothing but garbled audio, until you seemingly dropped from the sky right next to my work site. And your conclusions from all of this? I haven't reached them quite yet. Clearly something extraordinary has happened to you, East, but I'll be damned if I can tell what it is. I'm preparing my report for the Foundation, and will of course abide by their decision in the matter, but at this moment I believe the best course of action would be to leave you in this isolation tent until I can— Dr. Stewart? Dr. Stewart? I just verified the latest readings from the subject and— Oh. Oh, wow. You— This is— Your— Stuart, why is the child in the lab coat staring at me like I'm in an aquarium? Don't mind him, Kenneth. What about— You're Delbert East. I mean, you're the— Delbert East. Yes, I'm well aware of the jokes you all tell about me down in research. No, I mean, yeah. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm a big fan. Huge. What? Yeah. Your paper on Mesopotamian fear idols? Game-changing. I don't remember publishing that one. Oh, everyone in research has access to your personal server. Come again? Most people use them to make fun of you, but me... It's great, Dr. East. You are the whole reason that I- Kenneth! Ah! Oh. oh. Dr. Stewart, I forgot you were there. Clearly. You were saying about the readings? The what? Oh, yeah, uh, the readings. Their study, 60 by 60. Good. No change, then. Have you and Susan finished setting up the microphones? Just about. Hurry up and finish, then. We've lost enough daylight as it is. I don't suppose any of the others have returned. No one yet. Well, I'm not holding my breath. <sighs> Keep monitoring those sensors and get the microphones up. I want a full recording of tonight's activity. Yes, Dr. Stewart. Now, Kenneth! Huh? Oh, right, yes, of course, right away. You gave everyone, everyone in your department access to my personal server. Technically speaking, it isn't your personal server. Everything there is proprietary to the Lazarus Foundation. Even any academic works you draft there, including the Fear Idols piece, which I personally found trite and overworded. You're trite and overworded. 
And you're a child. So that's your new Hadley, huh? He's enthusiastic. That's one word for it. But no, Kenneth couldn't be farther from Miss Clark if he tried. Susan, my other remaining intern, is much closer in temperament. Hope you did a more thorough background check this time. I'm going to ignore that. So what are you three working on back here in the woods anyway? Can't be too important if it's just the three of you. I'll have you know that my full team consists of 22 interns and three high-ranking supervisors, the absolute brightest of the research division. Only the best for a project of this magnitude. So where are they? Pensacola Beach. Pens- Oh. Oh, right, it's March. Spring break. It hadn't occurred to me until we got here why so many had volunteered for the expedition. By then it was too late. They've been helping, of course, but only the bare minimum. I've been sending requests for additional aid, but Mr. Lazarus has been mum so far. <laughs> yeah, he does that. So are you going to tell me about this big find of yours or not? And have you tried to weasel your way into my discovery? I think not. I think I'd rather just leave you here until... Come on, Stuart, your opinion of me can't possibly be that low. You cannot fathom how low my opinion of you goes, sir. It was you who allowed a number of interns in your care to meet grisly and unnecessary ends in a place meant to be first and foremost safe and secure. It was you who let your guard down and allowed an enemy organization almost unfettered access to our most important and dangerous relics. And it has been you, Dr. East, who has been gallivanting all over the country on a fruitless quest for— Lazarus sent me to find the toy store, Stuart. I've been on this— this mission for almost two years because he asked me to. And when Mr. Lazarus sees fit to return my messages, I'll be sure to verify that. But until then, my opinion of you remains unchanged from that first meeting between us. You're a disgrace to academia, and a detriment to the Foundation. And worse than all that, you're dangerous. That's right, Iceman. I'm dangerous. Ice Man? It's... It's from a movie. Look, Stuart, I'm, I'm not your biggest fan either, okay? We don't like each other, but that doesn't change the fact that we're the only men within 500 miles who know a thing or two about the things that lurk in the edge of the night. You don't trust me. You think I'm a waste. That's fine. I think even worse things about you sometimes, but you can't deny that you could really use someone like me if this find is as big as you're making it out to be. Let me help you. You want to try and take credit? You can pretend that you left me in this tent the whole time. I don't care. But you and I both know that you're going to need someone more than two interns to help you out with this thing. You're correct. I stand by all those things I said, East, but I won't deny that you're intelligent. And perhaps your recent encounters with the extra normal will give you an interesting perspective on all this. All right. Tell me, when you first arrived here what did you hear what what did you hear before you had your little episode and fainted what kind of birds <laughs> no ornithologist Stuart. and i was a little preoccupied to notice what birds were singing so you did hear birds then of course i heard wait no no i didn't hear any birds what about insects cicadas grasshoppers anything no, I don't think I did. And the wind? Could you hear the wind in the trees? No, I... Stuart, what the hell is this place? Come with me. 
It was before your time, but the Foundation once received a package of papers from a young man named Carl Sudanim. This unfortunate young man was, as we discovered later from his mentor at the local college, quite obsessed with the stories related to a little patch of woods here in Fort Walton Beach. This little patch of woods. How sinister could a public hiking trail be? According to Mr. Pseudonym, long before this was a park, many strange and unexplained events occurred here that were forgotten, covered up, or simply faded into local legends and mythology. He'd even uncovered testimony from the days of the conquistadors who first explored this area and contacted the Mounds tribes that made it their home. Even back then, the local people considered this small bit of woods to be wrong. Poisoned. Strange. Indeed. The papers he sent us were interesting, but overwhelming. The more he wrote about this place, the more unhinged he seemed to become. My predecessor ultimately decided that the young man was disturbed, and instructed me to get rid of the whole lot. But you didn't. Hmm, something compelled me east. I can't explain it. This place, it became my pet project. I began doing my own research, verifying Carl's accounts for myself. What I found was alarming. Do you have these papers? I'd love to read them. Or talk to Zudinim if I could. I'd like nothing more than to speak to him myself. But he vanished several years ago without a trace. He was last seen heading down this very trail. Wait. So you've noticed. No birds. No bugs. No wind. Nothing. Wait until the sun goes down. You'll miss the silence. What do you mean? Later. Now, as I was saying, I spent years verifying the various stories and accounts. Mr. Tsudanim's was just the latest in a large number of disappearances over the years. Not to mention the deaths. Deaths? Come along. The farthest back Carl could go was the Mounds tribes, who called this poison ground. From that point on, it was a treasure trove of strangeness. Stories of pirates who came here to bury their gold and were never seen again. Accounts of Civil War deserters captured and left tied up, only to be found in pieces the next morning. Jesus. There was even a family, a peculiar little clan known as the Waltons, who elected to build their homestead back here. They evidently went insane and killed each other one night. What could have driven them to do that? The words scrawled all over the walls of their shack might have had something to do with it. Luckily, one person managed to snap a photo of it before the local government had the place raised, and the incident covered up. What was the word? Whispers. Just that, repeated over and over again. Whispers. It's how this little patch got its name. The locals call it the Whispering Woods. Dr. Stewart, the microphones are up. Everything's ready. Excellent. And Susan? She is up at the specimen doing a readings check. Run on ahead and join her. We'll be along shortly. Is there any chance I can look at these papers of yours? I might be able to find a link between the Mounds tribe stories and those of other cultures of the time. Way ahead of you, Dr. East. Here you go. Did you... did you go into my personal files? <laughs> They're not really your personal files, are they, Stuart? Proprietary and all that. I'm sorry, Dr. Stewart. I just thought... Go! Yes, sir. Don't be so hard on the kid, Stuart. At least he stayed to help. Let me take a look at this. This is from the Conquistadors? Collected by Tavaka himself. The people say the dead speak to them in the night. 
They whisper terrible things that make the bravest men weep and the strongest women scream. Children who hear the whispers try to follow deeper into the woods or wander into the water to drown. They say the ground is poisoned by an old spirit who sleeps here still. They say that a darkness lurks behind the trees. That phrase seems to pop up in most of these accounts and events over the years. The darkness that lurks behind the trees. The darkness. The darkness that whispers terrible things. Disappearances. Disappearances dating back centuries. Wait. Now you see why this is such an important discovery. Here we are. Susan, this is... Dr. East. I can tell by the crazy look in his eye. It's true, then. It's open case file 3. He's verified it. I verified it. The darkness of the soul? You're telling me that you located one of the five great evils on a public hiking trail in Florida? See for yourself. Mind the senses. And try not to fall in. This is... This is... What is this? This is a roughly spherical stone measuring approximately 15 feet in circumference. Before excavation, the relic was exactly 2 feet 5 inches under the soil. The surface is covered in graven images and runes whose origins we've yet to discover. How much does it weigh? We aren't sure. Attempts to lift it have been fruitless. Because it's locked and you don't have the key. Locked to the earth itself. What's that sound? That's the sensors. They're detecting a strange energy from the relic. I believe it's emitting some form of low-wave radiation. That might be what's causing the whispers and other auditory sensations. Has that pattern changed at all? Or is it constant? Kenneth? Study it every check. 60 by 60. Oh my god. East? You can't hear it? You shouldn't be hearing whispers yet. They don't start until... Not the whispers, Stuart. The pattern. Listen. What am I supposed to be hearing? Kenny, can you boost the bass? Moderate the wavelength a little? Uh, I think so. Hang on. What are you hearing? It's not radiation, Stuart. It's something else entirely. You've definitely found one of the evils. The Mounds tribe has had it from the start. An old spirit that sleeps here still. Can't you hear it? Hear what? How can a stone sleep? Sixty by sixty, Stuart. Sixty beats every sixty seconds. The rhythm of a sleeping heartbeat. Holy shit! It's impossible. It's not. Stuart, this thing isn't a relic. The Chronologicon was quite clear. Oh my god, he actually called it the Chronologicon. This is the best day of my life. One of the five great evils dwells beyond our realm. That's the Endless. One is sealed away in a number of innocent objects. The corruption. The lust and the filth. They wander the earth. And then there's the darkness. The darkness of the soul itself. Sealed away. It's right here in front of us. And it's alive, Stuart. Asleep? Yes. But very much alive. You've been listening to the Scarab Archives. 
The Whispering Woods Part 1 was written and directed by Thomas Crane, with editing, effects, and assembling by Megan Camp. Featured in the cast tonight were Thomas Crane as Dr. East, Nick Smith as Dr. Stewart, Michael Blundell as Kenneth the Intern, Amelia Goldstein as Susan the Intern, and Jason Cassidy as your announcer. The Scarab Archives is a production of Lazarus Creative Co. Make sure to find and follow us on your social media of choice. The Scarab Archives will return next time with part two of The Whispering Woods. Sleep tight.